Good morning. Good morning. So I'm going to echo a little bit in my sermon what I did in the children's sermon. Have you ever been late? I'm sure we've all been late from time to time. Late to work, late to school, late to dinner, late in paying our bills, late to get to bed, late in getting your Christmas shopping done, late on your taxes. Now being late bothers some people and others not at all. We're all different and we all have different reactions to being late. It's known that in some cultures, they actually incorporate being late as part of the norm. They anticipate it and they embrace it. I'm sure that no matter where you live, some people are just comfortable with being late. I've heard it said that the reason our Lord hasn't revealed the exact time of his second coming is because some people will then be late. But have you ever wondered, is God late? We live our lives in a world of deadlines. We all have things to do, and deadlines are usually attached. We all have timetables to monitor what we need to do and when it needs to be done. But have you ever considered that God has a timetable too? Isn't it true that God is never early or late? God is always on time. It may not be our time, But his will is done in his time, and it's always the right time. God has a plan and a timetable for everything. In our epistle reading today, we see that the baby Jesus came to this earth at the right time. In Galatians 4, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. Have you ever taken the time to consider that God envisioned that there was a right time when Jesus should be born? It would mean that there was one time in all the history of mankind when all things were perfectly aligned and prepared for the coming of Jesus. I believe this is exactly what our scripture tells us today. Jesus was born at the right time. God has his perfect timetable where he achieves his will. We know there is a beginning and an end to time. It only makes sense that God is in control of the beginning and the end and that he is also in control of everything in the middle. Now this should be important to us because just as Christ came at the perfect time, God today continues to work in our lives at the right time. Have you ever felt it? That he's working in our lives, that he's working in your life. He is. When you realize it, the understanding and awareness can be a powerful experience. Some years ago, before Pastor Growling was installed, we were without a spiritual leader for over three years. I chaired the call committee tasked with finding our new pastor. The committee met, met for over three years. During that time, we grew as a church. 
Everyone banded together to maintain our weekly worship with guest pastors and lay ministers preaching every Sunday. Our school continued to grow and prosper, but it was also a time of struggles. Our committee recommended a number of pastors during these three years, and after prayerful congregational meetings, we extended calls to pastors we felt were a good fit for our congregation. But they all declined the calls. It was a little disheartening, to say the least. So one day, I remember our founding pastor, Pastor Klattenhoff, he approached me after a Sunday service and he asked me, Marty, are we ever going to find a pastor? I'm not going to live forever, and I want to meet a new pastor before I die. Now, he was partly joking, but he was also partly serious. We all wanted a new pastor during those three years to materialize as soon as possible. We wanted a new pastor in our time. We weren't always mindful of God's time. For those of you unfamiliar with our history, Pastor Groling wasn't a candidate in consideration when our committee was first formed with finding a new pastor. When we first became vacant, he was installed, newly installed in a congregation in Colorado and not considering a call. But in his wisdom and his perfect plan, God knew that we, Christ Lutheran, even though we were eager and ready for a new pastor, in his plan, we were not. But after three years, things changed. God's plan was designed for us to be vacant for three years so that we could prepare and be ready for Pastor Groling when he too was ready to accept a call to another congregation. So you see, God actively worked his plan in his time to affect our lives here at Christ Lutheran, to wait for the right time to bring the right spiritual leader to this church. God's wisdom planned for things to play out the way that they did. So when you think about it, God's plan is huge. It's immeasurable. We can't comprehend it, the details, the timing. God sent his son to this earth at the right time, the perfect time. God also has a plan for you. God is actively focused on you. He has a place for you in his plan. Not our life plan, but his. This world often distracts us from God's plan and God's time. We often are focused on ourselves. Maybe we devote a small portion of our plan on how we might find room for God in our life. We focus on what we want in our time frames and plan accordingly, and we lose our perspective on the bigger picture. So how do we get back on track to be an active part of his plan? In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, we hear God instruct us in how his wisdom and plans are shown to us through the Holy Spirit. Beginning at verse 9, however it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, for whom among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him. 
In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit whom is from God, that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, expressing spiritual truths in spiritual words. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The key part of the scripture is the phrase, but God has revealed it to us by the Holy Spirit. We don't discover it on our own. We can't figure it out with our own mind. We have to disconnect from this world. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit. We have to sit quietly and listen to what the Holy Spirit reveals to us. We need to listen to God's word by being immersed in the Bible. It's already there, waiting to be uncovered, revealed by the Holy Spirit clarifying it to us. By unplugging our worldly ears, by focusing our earthly, blurred vision, by uncluttering our world-focused minds, we can't do it on our own. We need the guidance and wisdom of the Holy Spirit to understand even the deep things of God. When I hear that part of the scripture, I imagine that this means that these small details are actually pertaining to us. Each and every one of us is an important part of God's plan. When we are a part of God's plan, we have purpose. We have true meaning beyond the things of this world. God has designed it. He has work for you to do in the body of Christ. Are you listening? Are you paying attention to what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you? Christ died on the cross to save us from our sins. In the sacrament of holy baptism, the Holy Spirit enters our hearts. So what is our response? It is to be still. Know that he is God that he has a plan and we're a part of that plan. Our response is also to prepare. In Ephesians chapter 2, it tells us, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. Prepare for what God has planned for you by being in his word daily. Pick up your Bible. Listen to your Bible app on your phone. Use whatever means that are available to you. But be in his word. Let God's wisdom be revealed to you by his words. The scripture will convict you of his plan and its design for you. Prepare by being in worship. You're doing it right now. But listen to what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you. As you can tell, our service announcements each week, that we're an active church. Be open to what the Holy Spirit places on your heart to serve on a board or a committee or to teach Sunday school, to lead a Bible study, to say hi to someone outside your comfort zone, to be a Stevens minister, to call someone you haven't seen in church for a couple weeks, to be an example to others, to show God's love to others to share the good news of the salvation through Jesus Christ. 
to simply be in fellowship with others in the body of Christ. There's so many opportunities to be an active part of God's plan. Prepare by being in prayer. Pray daily. Talk to God. Let the Holy Spirit guide you in your prayer. Even when you have no words, have an active conversation with God. Not just when you need something. Remember that God is with you. Talk to him. He wants to hear from you. Tell him when you're happy. Tell him when you're sad. Tell him what's on your mind. Talk to him when you're scared. Talk to him when you're anxious. Develop a daily prayer relationship with our Lord and Savior. And lastly, prepare by trusting in him. God prepared in advance for us to do his work. Where you are right, where you are right now is not by chance. God has used every experience in your life to shape you to fulfill a role in his plan. You might not understand it, and you might be facing challenges in your life, and you may be suffering, but trust in God's plan. The time when Jesus was born was the perfect time, the perfect place. It happened so that we could be saved from our sins. So remember, trusting God's timing is perfect. God's plan is perfect. We might not understand it in our own way, but the Holy Spirit reveals God's wisdom to us through his word, through our worship, through our prayer, and trust in him. Amen.